Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. Okay, 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 team. We are back. And... Firstly, I think we can start off this podcast with a bit of an apology, right? Because how many times have we said that, you know, myself and Hayden were going to stay strong, we were going to continue these podcasts, and we weren't going to let them slip. And ultimately, we've kind of let them slip a little bit, I think, more than often. I think our last episode was like two months ago. But we're back, and I am personally holding myself accountable to turn up every single week with you guys to make sure that we give you the best episodes. We're going to get guests on here and I am going all in with this podcast as I know there's a lot of you that watch this and it is uh, what, Ryan, they don't watch a, who watches a podcast? It's like you watch a podcast and listen to a YouTube. No, you don't. You listen to a podcast and that is why we're here. So today we're back. It is a beautifully sunny Saturday. Now, by the time this gets uploaded, it's probably going to be Monday or Tuesday, but I have looked ahead of the weather and the weather is absolutely blinding here in the UK. Um, you know, I think summer's meant to be like the 21st of June is when it like officially starts to the 21st of September, something like that. But ultimately we've been blessed with some good weather here in the UK. I know there's a lot of you that like good weather, right? You're hitting 20 degrees and you're raving about it. But that to me is a lot, right? That to me is a lot of heat and it's a lot more than we typically get here in the UK. So I'm going to rave about it and hopefully get my tan on at some point. Um, so we've been busy, busying and being a busy bee pair of bees, myself and Hayden, um, building this new app and it's gone live. Our one-to-one clients are loving it. It is absolutely epic. It makes our clients' lives easier. It makes our lives easier because it has everything in house, right? So we can track their weight, their measurements, their steps, their calorie. It has its own MyFitnessPal inside the app. Yep, let me repeat that. We have our own calorie tracker inside the app. So we, you literally don't even need to go outside the app now. It is so easy. And that is what weight loss should be about, right? It is about making it as easy and simple as possible because the easier it is, the much more easier it is to adhere to. Adherence is like the biggest number one thing when it comes to losing weight. And therefore, if we can make it super duper easy, we can make it easily adherable for you, then it is going to increase your, uh, you know, your success basically long term. So today I want to talk a little bit about what we call the reflect and redirect methodology. And the reason as to why I want to talk about this is when it comes to weight loss, we often get a lot of complaints about, you know, how much a lot of women have often, you know, you're probably going to sit here and be like, yeah, you're talking to me singing from the choir, Ryan, but you've lost it and you've put it back on right? And I always talk, and those of you that have spoken to me and probably seen my content for a little while know that I always talk about the sticky tape situation, right? What it is when it comes to losing weight is that ultimately all we do is address the problem. The problem is an overconsumption in calories. Now, all we do is put a sticky tape on a leaky tap. That's what every insert diet does. It gets you to consume less, which on the surface level looks great, right? We consume less food, we therefore lose weight, everything's great, but that is only addressing the problem, not the underlying cause. 
it, it's like going around a corner and every time you go around a the corner, there's a pothole, you hit it and all you do is keep replacing the tire, right? Great. But the problem is, is every time you then go around that corner again, the same thing's going to happen. You wonder why you keep bursting tires, whereas actually what you want to do is look at it. Do I need to actually take a different route? Do I need to swerve around the pothole? Do I need to speak to the council, get that pothole filled in so then I can actually take my normal course and route and I haven't got to deroute because of this? Now, this comes down to a lack of reflecting. Okay. Now, a lot of the time when it comes to losing weight, we're so obsessed with just focusing on the nutrition. We're so obsessed with just getting to our final goal that we get lost amongst the weeds in regards to like the longevity as to why we started this. The problem is that if you don't address the underlying cause and you ultimately address the journey and the mistakes that happen, you are literally going to end up in, in back to square one again. And the reason as to why that happens is that you lose the weight, you get to the end. But when you get to the end, you then go back to like your normality, right? You stop like the whatever diet it was, insert diet here, quote unquote. Um, but the problem is, is that you can't go back to where you were before because that's the reason as to why you were in the situation, right? And that's why it happens. You kind of insert diet, you eat less, you lose weight, you stop doing that diet, you go back to your normal lifestyle behaviors and habits. And that problem is, is that is what got you where you are. What you've got to realize, and this is where there's some things, you know, as much as with my clients, I get you to like, don't do what you don't want to do is dwell on it, beat yourselves up whenever you maybe make a mistake and you don't want to waste too much time on it. But one thing you have to do is understand why it happened and you bring about awareness, you accept that it happens, then you start to work on how we can avoid it happening in the future. The problem is what we do is we're aware of it, but we don't accept it. We forget about it. We're like, ah, see, I'll move on. I'll start again Monday or I'll oh, forget about yesterday. Don't worry about it. I'll just write it off and just continue the path. The problem is, is if it's a consistent theme and this happens all the time, you know, you're sitting there being like, oh yeah, mine's like going out the weekend or mine's going out for food or mine's like wandering turns into 10 or ultimately when I go over my calories one day, at least a five days going over my calories and I think, sod it, what's the point? I give up and I quit. Whereas what we're talking about here in the reflect and redirect is ultimately understanding that mistakes are going to happen. But the important thing is, is that you take those mistakes and you allow them to be lessons. This goes for everything in life, right? What we want to make sure is that anytime something happens that isn't meant to happen, you are reflecting and understanding why. If you keep doing the same same thing, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's Einstein, Einstein's definition of insanity. And this is what we want to avoid. We want to ultimately understand that whenever things don't go our way, we want to understand why. Why did this not go our way and how can we avoid this moving forward? Now, it's not going to be a one and done thing. I'll warn you before we get into this, right? It's not going to be something that you then just like overcome it in one fell swoop and everything's good and you're back to normal. It's going to take time, like with everything. You know, you didn't just jump on a bike and start to land on a ride. You didn't jump in a car and not stall it. Um, unless you're in an automatic, then obviously you can't stall it. So that's for those of you that are sitting there being like, well, I didn't stall it. Well, that's because you drive an automatic, Sandra, and it doesn't count. All right. So reflect and redirect methodology. Let's dive into this um, fantastic little podcast that we're going in here. So in life, how often do we have something bad that happens and it annoys us? So we just try and forget about it, right? And it happens again and again and again. And we get often frustrated. It's a lot like kids sometimes, right? But what we don't have, if you're, if you're not working with a coach, you don't have someone external, is obviously we with kids, right? You teach them about what happened, why it happened, and how to avoid it moving forward. The thing is that if you don't have a coach that's externally doing that, like we're doing with our one-to-one clients, right? We assess the data, we review it, we have conversations with our clients so we can redirect them. You need to be doing this yourself. You need to hold yourself accountable. This is why a coach does help, right? I'm not sitting here selling you, I'm just saying this is why coaches are beneficial because we do the reflect and redirect with you for you and point you in the right direction. But if you haven't got one, then you're going to need to do this yourself. So this is where you have to be aware and realize that 
If something bad happens, what you got to do is change it. So how can we change it so that it becomes a one-time thing rather than a seven-time thing? And this is where the reflect and redirect. And I want you to remind yourself, whenever there's a mistake happening, maybe you go over your calories or eat more than you thought you were going to do, reflect and redirect is your answer to navigating tough times and turning these into positive realizations, basically. It's all about mistakes happen, but it's your choice in that moment to understand whether it's going to be a lesson learned or it's going to come around and bite you in the ass again in two, three, four weeks' time. So Reflect and Redirect is a term. It's actually Hayden uh, actually come up with this, and it's probably one of the most important tools that we teach our clients inside of the academy that leads to their long-term success because we just often, like life is so fast-paced that ultimately we don't have time to stop and think and assess the situation, right? And that is what it comes down to. The thing is, is that we eat every single day and we have a lot of stuff that basically you know, uh, doesn't go away through life and things are, you know, we're very much rushing, we're in auto mode half the time and we don't take a moment to stop and think. And this is what we try and teach all of our clients. It's like, the more you can become a thinking human being and assess situations, the better that you are going to do in life long term. It's that simple. So this is where Reflect and Redirect is, is that it just stops you in the moment to think about, right, what went wrong, what went wrong and what happened here that you can try and avoid it moving forward. You can overcome it, adapt to a situation that never happens again. So your current status is like, typically we're just rushing around with things, right? And we're never kind of thinking about what happened. Therefore, that's why it keeps repeating it. You always, you know, how many times could you think like why you failed your nutrition, your weight loss, right? Because, oh, because I overconsume the calories or I have one meal and it turns into six or I track for a bit, I lose motivation, I stop, right? But what we want to do is, okay, why do you lose motivation? Why do you have one bad day, which then turns into two, three, four, five consecutive bad days? Why do you keep starting? And this is probably the key thing about reflective and redirect is to ask yourself why. Like in every moment in life, ask yourself why. And what we want to do is we ultimately want to change you from this stressed out, frustrated person who's just on autopilot, going through life, not really thinking, you know, I'm busy. I've got all this stuff. I'm rushing around. I don't have time, but we do have time. It's just ultimately we choose not to prioritize that time because we're too busy. Whereas what we want to start to think of actually by putting yourself first and prioritizing yourself and prioritizing your health is ultimately going to allow you to be the best person in every single aspect of your life. There's no kind of, you know, undeniable fact here that the healthier you are and the more you prioritize your health, the better that it impacts everything, relationships, your work, your home life, like everything is just better, okay? So what we wanna do is we wanna go from autopilot to manual overdrive, right? It initially kind of looking back and where you're at now, what it looks like is you do the action, there's a mistake or an error, we have an emotional reaction, an outburst, and then we continue without much thought until it happens again and we get back stuck in this loop of same action, Mistake happens, emotional reaction, an outburst. We continue without thinking about it, and then we just keep happening over and over again. And then we get pissed off, excuse my language, by completely failing weight loss over and over again. And we're sitting there thinking, for goodness sake, I can't lose this weight, or I just lose the same 10 or 12 pounds and it goes back on. It's because you're not allowing yourself to reflect and redirect. Now, what we want to change that to is obviously the action happens, the mistake or error happens. Now, instead of the emotional reaction and outburst, we want to change that to reflection and assessment. Then what happens is the new action and we get to redirect our course, which means that that action shouldn't happen again. Now, this isn't gonna happen every single time, right? 
we're gonna make mistakes, we're gonna try things and it's not gonna be the solution. And we're like, oh, damn. Now this isn't where you quit, this is where you wanna continue, right? This isn't where you wanna just like throw in the towel because it didn't work first time. You're gonna sometimes need to try and try again and find the right thing that's gonna work. But what you wanna think about whenever you make a mistake or you think about your weight loss journey and typically why you struggle to be successful, what is it that causes the weight gain? Why can't you manage to succeed at this? What is it, the mistakes that you typically make on your weight loss journey? Sit down with a pen and paper and reflect on them. Reflect on them about what happened, why it happened, and how can you avoid it moving forward? So it's like, okay, what typically happens is I get really bad cravings in the evening and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'll just worry about it tomorrow. Or tomorrow's a new day, start again. Why are you getting those evening cravings? What is it? Is it you're not eating enough protein at dinner? Is it ultimately you're just not including enough soul foods, right? You're not allowing yourself some chocolate and stuff. So you get to the evening, get these cravings, you do that. Is it because you've maybe got bad sleep? Is it because you're not including enough volume food? You know, vegetables, salads, these things are going to have high volume, low amount of calories. And the reason as to why it's important, because what it does, it allows us to learn from our mistakes and keeps us growing, right? The whole weight loss journey is about becoming a new and improved version of you, right? You don't want to be the version of you now because that's why you are where you are. So becoming a thinking human being is super important because what happens is we turn from this like racing, racing, racing person, not thinking everything happens habitually and we just keep messing up over and over again to being then this actual thinking human being who is every opportunity they make a mistake, they see it as an opportunity to learn and grow. And I think as emotional human beings, a lot of us out there, probably 90% of women that are overweight and struggling with their weight is simply because of often the emotional connection to food, right? Because we are emotional, we react quite heavily. Emotional food becomes a comfort and that's how this goes. Whereas if we can try and change it, so instead of having an emotional outburst, we have a logical outburst, right? And it's ultimately just giving yourself that period between the trigger and then giving you a period of like thought, right? Rather than you get stressed in the evening and you're like, oh, I've got these evening cravings, so I'm just gonna have it. It's like, I've got these evening cravings, right. This is typically where I go wrong. How can I do this different? Can I grab something different? Can I try to do something different? It's all about just pausing for reflection and allowing yourself the opportunity to reflect on what's happening or what did happen and redirect that course. Too often what we're doing is we're, ha we're hitting a bump in the road and we're driving all the way back to the beginning again. Right, and we're not thinking, okay, why did this bump in the road happen? What happened on this bump in the road that didn't support me? We're just kind of accepting it, seeing it as, you know, what happened happened, and then we're not really kind of moving on from that, which is which is why we aren't able to progress and grow as an individual. You need to grow. You constantly want to be striving to become the best version of you, right? Because ultimately, we only sounds really cliche, and I'm not here to like get all kind of like hippie with you, but you literally have one life. Why on earth would you ever want to have one life where you just get to a point and then you stay at that point? Because ultimately, we all know we have flaws. Some flaws aren't an issue. But ultimately, you want to be the healthiest version because of this deep reason why, right? Whether it's struggling with your kids, whether it's worried about your health, you know, maybe you're one of your parents, you know, your mom's overweight and they struggle with their health to, uh, towards later on in life. And you want to avoid this, right? We've all got big reasons to why it's important to be healthy. And ultimately, what we then want to realize is like, actually, we want to keep growing as an individual. Like, this is one of the important things. Like, we want to basically go, you know, go to the grave knowing that you did everything you could to be the best version of you. And that's what you don't want to leave. And the biggest thing I think, and they said it in the study, wasn't the biggest regret, is, is not doing more things um, that I said I would, if that makes sense, and not trying to progress a bit more, right? Now, there's nothing wrong with kind of like once you get to a point of sailing, but if that point of you sailing is causing you to have health issues and not be the healthiest version and ultimately not live as long, 
then that's not where we want to be. We want to continue to grow and push this forward. So what does it look like in practice? Reflect and redirect. So in real life, it looks like when something goes wrong, we want to stop and take the time to reflect, right? This could look like, and this is where you want to start to look at practical implications, right? Because it's like, okay, cool, Ryan. Well, you know, I messed up. I went over my calories. What is that? What do I do now? Like, do I just sit and think about it? So no, obviously we need to have some things. What we want to do is you want to look at having practical applications here. So journal, maybe at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, you journal about the previous day or that day that happened. You journal and you do you do brain dumping at the end of the day. I call this brain dumping or journaling, right? This is where basically you write down everything that happened to the day. So you can kind of have a little 3,000 bird's eye foot, 3,000 foot bird's eye view as a situation that happened. Can you journal? Can you brain dump at the end of the day? Can you write down a mood and feelings journal? Okay, this is mood and feelings journal. It's like, right, how do you feel before the meal? Right, how do you feel after the meal? Was it that you were stressed and that's why you chose to have the burger and chips? Okay, cool. So I've noticed here that actually when I'm stressed, I tend to make less nutritional dense decisions. Can you go for a walk to give yourself time out? Rather than, you know, the mistake is overconsumption because you're stressed. Right, well, can I go for a walk and actually then like take a bit of time out so then it changes the outcome? Review your weeks, check in with your coach, speak to a friend and listen to music. It's all about giving yourself a moment to think, right? Journaling and brain dumping is great because you're physically writing things down so you can pick out the bits that maybe aren't work working. Going for a walk gives you time to think then mentally about what's going on and what's happened. Review your week. We get all of our clients to check in at the end of the week, right? And what they do at the end of the week is they literally review it. They say about like what went well and why, right? Because we want to ultimately repeat the things that went well. And then we look at what didn't go well, what didn't go well and why didn't it go well? So that then we can repeat this moving forward or avoid it happening again, which is one of the main things, right? You want to avoid it happening. We don't want it to keep happening. Speaking to a friend can give you an outlet. Like, look, you know, so I'm going to keep saying Sandra. Sandra, you've made it um, to the podcast today. You're quite a clear chosen choice. But Sandra, you know, I'm just really struggling. Every time I get stressed, I overconsume. And what it does is by giving you an outlet, it gives someone else to give you a perspective as well, which can be really handy. Listening to music, it can just take you out. It's ultimately about like getting you to stop. So going for a walk and listening to music is a little bit about taking yourself out of the situation, giving yourself time to stop, break away from this crazy, super busy life that you're leading and have a little think about what's going on and why it's going on and then moving forward from there. What you've got to remember, though, is like life happens, mistakes are inevitable. They can be seen simply as drawbacks in life or opportunities to grow. And this is where you want to switch your mindset, right? Mistakes happen rather than throwing a tantrum, throwing our toys out the pair or shoving a dairy milk bar down our mouths, which we've all done, myself included. We want to stop for a moment and see, OK, cool. I can see this is the most negative, soul destroying thing in the world. Or I can see this as an opportunity to grow. You know, one thing I always say, and it's a little bit far-fetched, but I, I, presume, I hope you'll understand where I'm coming from. We've all had people pass away close to us, right? And how much is this changing from having a funeral to a celebration of life? And I love this. And I think this is brilliant. My nan, God bless her soul, passed away two and a half years ago now, right? It's the first time I ever lost someone. It was absolutely horrific. And it was very, very upsetting, as I'm sure you can all imagine when we lose someone close. But in that moment, I remember thinking, okay, I've never really experienced this, right? And I didn't know how to react. I was a bawling mess. But what I did realize, I was like, hold on. We didn't wear black. We wore whatever colors. We only spoke about positives. And actually, it was the most amazing day in the world because although it was COVID and we had to wear masks and sit separately and all this stuff that went on, unfortunately, at that time, it was right in the midst of COVID. I saw this as an opportunity rather than being like, oh my God, it's sad. You know, I want her back. I miss her. I didn't get to see her, et cetera, et cetera. I actually saw it as like, you know what? She was an amazing woman. 
I had so much fond memories of her. She lived a fruitful life and she had had the most amazing experiences and I could look back on all the amazing memories. And I think in any opportunity in life and any moment that we get faced with, we have two options. We can see it in a negative light or a positive light. And that goes for everything because ultimately we can't often control external things, right? We just choose how to react to them. And that goes with our own actions. Every situation is an opportunity for you and you have control as to how you react to it. Okay, sometimes we react habitually, which then is kind of subconsciously, which makes it a little bit harder. But does it mean that we can't do it? No, it just means that we need to create time. That's why going for a walk, journaling, listening to music is your time breaker, basically. Right. So it allows you to then think about the way that you acted and the way that you responded. And how can I change that? If you choose to see these things as like opportunities to grow, then you're going to get close to your final destination each and every time, because every time something negative happens, you're learning a lesson, you're changing the outcome and you're literally growing into a better person. Like if I look at myself to where I was at the beginning of COVID, right? High levels of anxiety, couldn't leave the house for three days. I didn't go out for like meals. I didn't socialize because I literally was physically sick. I got myself in a bad place. And then kind of, you know, last year, I really got myself into a struggle mentally. But ultimately what I see every single time is these opportunities rather than think, you know, my mental health is really bad. I'm in such a bad place and just allowing it to consume me. I'm like, right, here rises an opportunity for you to grow. What is it that maybe caused your mental health to get to this stage? Okay, maybe I'm like, well, it just happens, right? Because we know it's an imbalance of chemicals. But what then can I do to get myself out of this? So if I don't understand why it happened, so I can't avoid it happening. What can I do to get myself out of these blocks as quickly as possible, right? I'm human, I deal with this. And this is why I feel like I can talk about it because I'm like, look, I'm in the same boat, right? And weight loss is no different. We wanna see the times that the mistakes happen as opportunities for you to grow. And if you can flip that, you can ensure that you're on the right track and on the right trajectory to your goals and you literally will get that. It is a case of time, navigating the obstacles along the way, seeing them as opportunities to learn and ultimately you're gonna grow into the best bloody version of yourself and you're gonna look back and think, damn, man, I actually did it. And often we're worried about starting. And I love these quotes, right, about starting when it's like, oh, you know, but what happens if it doesn't work out? Okay, cool, I get that. But what happens if it turns out better than you could have ever imagined? And that is literally how I'm going to leave this podcast. I'm not going to go further into anything, but ultimately understand, reflect and redirect. When things go wrong in your weight loss journey, stop for a moment, pause, reflect. If things keep going wrong, you keep overconsuming, you keep skipping the gym. Stop, ask yourself, why does this happen? How can I make this easier? How can I change the outcome? And know that these are opportunities for you to grow. And every time you take that as an opportunity to grow, you are slowly becoming the person that you want to become and success is inevitable. And remember, what happens if it turns out better than you ever imagined?